Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of Geek Vibes Live interview. For today's interview, I'm your host, Tia Fabi, and I'm going to have really amazing guests on this interview from the creator of Netflix's upcoming Raising Dion. I have Dennis and Marie Liu, who are the co-creators of this awesome comic called Ling and also a short film. So if you haven't heard of either, you really should because they're both phenomenal. And we should be dialing them in right now if they're not on already. Uh, Do I have Dennis and Marie? All right, no, not yet. We've got to dial them in, which is no problem at all. But I am really excited to be speaking with them. So uh, let's just give a moment so that we can bring them in. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for uh, Dennis Liu. Yeah, this is Dennis and Marie. Hello. Dennis, Marie, how are you guys? This is Tia from Geek Vibes Nation. Great. Thank you so much for your time. This is exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. I um was giving just a little introduction before you guys came on about how uh not only do fans uh have raising Dion to look forward to, but what we're really gonna talk about today is the comic and short film Ling. Um gotta tell both of you guys right away that I loved it. First of all, the Aww. illustration was beautiful, it was a nice Flow to the story, but it's not about me. It's about you guys. So um, I guess I want to direct this to uh, both of you. But what was the inspiration behind Ling? I guess I'll I'll start um, first. Thanks so much for checking it out and and reaching out. And you know, it's been a it's been a two year project for us. And with with the beginning of raising Dion, we've always wanted to try to help with diversity both in front of and behind the cameras so Dion was the first kind of project that sort of addressed strong female protagonists um, people of color and Ling is just an extension of that um, with a really cool um, Chinese American teenager who's dealing with real life issues like um, cyberbullying depression falling in love and we ground this in a really magical way with the 2D Fox kids see that teleports into a washing machine. Um, I would say I think we were both inspired by um, young people these days, especially there are many um, diverse, you know, teenagers and a little older um, who are doing amazing things on social media, entertainment, and otherwise everyone from, I think we were inspired by Chloe Kim. Um, of course, you, I'm sure you know, and all the, uh, you know, Asian American actresses that are working out there, like Lana um, Condor, for example. And yeah, there's so many inspirational Asian American figures right now. And and, yeah, I I was very much inspired by all of them during the writing process. Yeah, and I really loved the integration into what young adults, teenagers have to deal with, with, uh, as you said, cyberbullying and 
one of the reasons why Ling is kind of ostracized from everyone is the spots on her face, mm-hmm. which are called very much uh, the panda spots. And exactly. where, who who came up with that idea? Was it you, Marie, or was it you, Dennis? I think we both, uh, it was very much something that we came up together. Right? Yeah, I think I think we, we what we did was we interviewed teenagers and we also interviewed teachers and a couple of things came to light. Um, one was that yeah, cyberbullying is a is the biggest issue that teens deal with today, particularly girls. And um, what happens in issue one is that she's this sort of thing happens behind the scenes and a lot of the faculty and administration don't really know about it. Um, what's cool in the middle of the issue is that that text that she sent is something that fades away. And that's something we we picked up on with even with the cheating that has become digital um, that's addressed in issue one, two. We wanted to make something contemporary. Yeah, and I think we also spoke with uh, even teenage girls these days, and I think there's so much pressure um, online to be perfect, to be, you know, always Instagrammable life and you know whatnot. So I think the idea of having a character who's not who's not perfect was very much um, something that we wanted to do. And her spots are also mirrored in Kitsy as well, who only has three falls. Yeah, they're both sort of misfits in their world. And to what Maria was saying, um, it's hard being a teenager with YouTube makeup tutorials, and you're trying to look just totally camera friendly the minute you walk into school. Um, and these are things we wanted to address in a contemporary high school story that is fresh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that. And so Ling not only gets kind of outcasted because of her, um, you know, the spots on her face and also her speaking up against a fellow student, but of course we see that while she's very down and out about herself, that slowly starts to transform once she meets Kitsy, who is adorable, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And right. I I would love to kind of transition uh, into the short film that was also done. And the fact that Randall Park is voicing Kitsy, and you were saying, Dennis, that he kind of did this as a favor. Yeah, I think what we're trying to do is rally our community. Um, and, you know, Randall's a very busy guy and I think we have the same end goal of trying to help with diversity in our community. And, and there's aren't many Asian superheroes. Um, there's really just Shang-Chi that's being worked on at Marvel and that comes out in two years. And quite frankly, there's not really an announced Asian female superhero and we wanted to fix this problem today um yeah i think there have been um asian american roles but they're usually sidekicks or you know more minor roles that we've seen right yeah and we we point to um shuri kusana in um deadpool too and um we also point to just the whitewashing and ghost in the shell and Iron Fist. There are lots of great opportunities where um, the casting was a little bungled, and you know this is stuff that we we want to help with. 
Yeah, I think there have been many um, major strides being made in dramatic narratives, but not so much in the uh, superhero genre, I would say. So. Right. So. And I think Randall very definitely um, understood what we were trying to do with this. So I think he was kind enough to volunteer his time and enormous talent, of course. Right. So like Crazy Rich Asians, The Farewell, All the Boys Ever Loved. Um, these are Asian American cinemas doing better in this area, but sci-fi genre superhero films are really lacking. And that's where we're trying to help fill this void. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I'm glad that you mentioned something like say Iron Fist, which could have been a really good opportunity had they mm-hmm. not gone in the direction that they had. And really right. when you look at say superhero, um, genre, as you said, Shang-Chi is only about, it is about two years away. Um, we have uh, Wu Assassins on Netflix, but that's mm-hmm. one out of so many. So yeah. uh, Ling is very much a, uh, a superhero in her own right. And I love in the comic, as well as the short, how she continuously references, say, Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman. I mean, this is a superhero in the making. Yeah, and I, I think what we tried to do is to, is to address Asian American history, which is assimilation. So her power is that she can be whichever girl she wants to be. And, and Marie actually was clever in designing that in a very sort of feminist. Yeah, um, I think nowadays, you know, women and young women especially don't have to adhere to a specific model of or, you know, aspiration. And they can be you know, whatever they want to be. So I, I took inspiration from that as well. And speaking about superheroes, we do recognize that there are many witches out there, but we kind of wanted to play with the Eastern witch, which don't get as much recognition as the Western witch mythology. Right. So and, there's that too. And I think um, a lot of Asians in, in assimilation, and I, maybe I just speak from my own experience. Um, I grew up in a very um, Caucasian neighborhood and so trying to be white was sort of something that I had to learn learn wasn't necessarily what I needed to be and I think that's what's so great about Ling's monologue in the beginning and the end she thought she needed she could be these other aspirational heroes but in the end she realizes she can be one herself which I think is what I hope our community will start to continue to grow up with with us yeah absolutely um i i think the message behind ling is so wonderful because it touches upon not only young teenage girls superheroes uh, super women and also the asian uh, american community and I really loved the short, and I know that, um, Dennis, when you and I had spoken, you really wanted to highlight um, what went into filming that and how, as you said, uh, the actress had to learn how to uh, do her stunts with the, the kaboom stick. Right. Yeah, it, it's um, even both Ling and Raising Dion were really independent labors of love. It's What's so great about them is they're just oftentimes me, a camera and, and an actor. And in the case of Raising Dion, it was oftentimes just me and two actors um, and just a really great team that wants to help change the world. And um, 
and uh, it doesn't take much. We we shot on in parks. I mean, if you really look at these shorts, we shot on sidewalks. Um, we would get a house in each case and just shoot in all the different rooms, which was economical and made it look like a very big scope sort of thing. But I think our team was really smart in producing and executing efficient short films that have a lot to say. And what I like to tell um, any aspiring filmmakers out there is that you don't need a lot to achieve um, the results that I think we have been. So. And I think it really helped that you were rallied by people of our own commun community. You know, we were diverse, not only on camera, but behind it as well. Right. So when we built our teams, we would tell them our mission. We would say, look, why are you making, why, are, why do you want to help with our film? And we'd say it's because of these changes we want to see in, in the industry. And when you give someone that incentive and a, and a clear vision of what you're trying to do, I think people will, will help you um, achieve your goal more if, if you have a, um, if you have a real reason of why you're making your film and not just like, oh, this is going to be a slasher or whatever, that we're really trying to make some change. Yeah, and we see in both the comic and the short the um, inclusion of uh, like food and, you know, little things mm -hmm. here and there that very much ties it to the Asian community. So, I mean, you really have that when it comes to Ling that, people who are, you know, Asian American can relate to this character and um you know how like was that kind of deciding to integrate that or of course was it just natural that this is what you were going to put because you want to expand what people are used to reading and viewing That's a that's a great point that I'd love even uh if you you hadn't picked up with it in the short. We spent a long time on every single visual, really focusing on the culture. And if you look at the art direction of every frame of that short film, you'll see like a rice cooker in the background or a Chinese scroll, um, you know, things that are just details that really lend to the authenticity of, what we're trying to do. And I know it goes by really fast in three and a half minutes, but that level of detail is what we expect of excellence with the sort of work we're putting out. Yeah, and it's kind of a minor but fun point is that I think we were able to serve a lot of Asian food on set as well for the crew, <laughs> which rarely happens. Right, uh, and I, traditional food. I gotta say, I, I've shot over a hundred commercials and music videos and every single time I will joke to the crew and these are, you know, union, pretty decent sized commercials and music videos. I'll say, you know, it'd be nice to have, I don't know, um, like a whole big plate of sushi and or lo mein, <laughs> and everyone will giggle. But I'm actually have to, I'm actually have serious. Um, I mean, I would and, be too. I wouldn't want just say a muffin or a roll. Yeah. Eat, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, we have fun with that. Yeah, it's usually uh, grilled chicken, um, string beans, and a version of fish. But I say that facetiously, but we can do better there. 
Absolutely. And I love that, honestly. Um, And I want to, you know, see Ling continue. So, honestly, what is next for Ling? How, um, you know, are there plans right now to continue the story? What ideas do both you and Marie have? Well, we've mapped out quite a bit of it. And what I would encourage all audiences is, is basically if if you want to see more of this content, definitely support it. Um, yeah, that's very much a grassroots effort. So we're trying to get it out there. <laughs> spread the word, yeah. yeah. I think um, the best thing a consumer has is that they get to vote with their dollars. And But we're really lucky to be working with uh, Temple Hill, who's a production company that has very much a lot of experience in the YA and teen space. So we're really lucky to have their support so far. But Yeah, we, um, we sent the short um, around and one thing led to the next. And yeah, um, Marty Bowen, who had his company, Temple, Temple Hill, they produced Twilight, Power Rangers, The Hate You Give, which is a great, a great film about, um, race and diversity and um, they they really understand what we're trying to do and hopefully we can continue with yeah, I think we're in the process of looking for a home for it right yeah say. yeah yeah but it, it's, it's been amazing to see so many um, articles and feedback from people who have purchased and seen the short and the comic book so it's great yeah but we are very very much um looking for support so so this is yeah, this so is great <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely and where right now can fans find the comic so that you know obviously we can grow this mm-hmm. um yeah just on my website dennis-lu.com is probably the easiest um place to find it um raising dion's there too and it's we're just doing a collection of these diverse um, empowering superhero characters that, you know. Yeah, and, and in terms of Ling and the future for it, we have so much um, story. Like, there's a whole world where our Kitsy comes from, and it's been so exciting to be working with. Um, we actually worked with animation companies in Tokyo, Japan, to when we were producing the short. So we have a lot of stories up our sleeves, so we just hope that we'll be able to grow this so that we'll be able to tell it. Yeah, one quick thing on the animation front, you know, they've always done Space Jam, which is half live action, half animation, or like, Roger Rabbit. yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, even Cool World, if you remember that one, <laughs> um, which was back in the 90s. But but in embracing the culture, as you pointed out with food, we wanted to do that with animation. So what better to do it with anime? And they haven't really done that in a live action hybrid form yet. So that's what gives us this really fresh look that no one's done before. And there's a lot of content out there and we're also on top of just trying to add diversity. We're trying to move the art forward. Yeah. And I, I would say that, um, first of all, love space jam, love framing Roger Rabbit, definitely (laughs) like childhood classics there. And, uh, but you don't really see the, uh, at least in my opinion, you don't see live action with like cartoonish animation anymore because things are really moving into say the like like mm-hmm. uh, like Pikachu and 
Sonic, right. things more so like that. But it's nice to see this almost right. old school, but like touched up, you know, obviously better animation than it was, you know, decades ago. But it's nice to see that integration. So if, yeah, you know, obviously. Yeah, I think we tried uh, Kids Beat in 3D form. Right? Yeah, we, we did. And I think the three of us just talking here, we, we, uh, we're betting that audiences are going to have a 90s nostalgia of 2D animation like we do. I mean, just talking the Disney films, like all going, like you're pointing out, super photo real. Um, but what makes, you know, when we were growing up, the 90s of, the heyday of 2D cell animation was mm-hmm. was those original films. So we're, we love bringing that back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much like in Stranger Things, they brought back that look. It's not like <laughs> bringing back 90s slap bracelets to us is that exciting. It's that animation is what was really great. So I think you're right. And I, I'm glad you pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I was just going to ask if, say, Ling hopefully gets the same opportunities that Raising Dion has gotten, are you both going to be uh, adamant that the animation stays and it not be a 3D um, transformation? Yeah, I think at this point, um, that's something we feel passionate about. Um, There's, like like I was saying, consumers have so much choice. They have literally 500 plus television shows to choose from on top of the number of movies coming out. And we just don't know of any other project, big or small, that's trying to do this hybrid look. And, and that's really cool. Um, there's, we, we want to stand out and we think it's, uh, there's a lot of cool conventions of, of anime that we can play with. Um, that should be really fun throughout, you know, our comic and season. So. Yeah. And I have to ask, um, I don't know, say how much involvement the two of you have with uh, the Netflix upcoming series for raising Dion, but are there plans to introduce the character Ling in say that world? Cause I know you said that <laughs> it runs parallel to that story. That's a, that's a really funny, great question. Um, not at the moment, but you never know That'd is be what, so cool. what I would say <laughs> for that. Um, the universe is big, right? So there's lots of room to play. Um, so I, I'll just say this. I, uh, I directed episode 106 for Netflix um, for Raising Dion, and it was like a cool little – shout out to Ling in there nice. um, as, like, as like a little Easter egg to myself with a, with a washing machine. Uh, but that's just, oh, that's okay. just more, but that's just more for me. Maybe people can look <laughs> for it just for fun. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to definitely keep an eye on that because the show comes out. So, oh, uh, yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> it's coming. It is definitely yeah. coming. So. Yeah, absolutely. For a moment, I completely forgot what date it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> the year's flying by, right? <laughs> absolutely. Now, where, where, are you you're based in New York, or where are you, where are you from? 
Oh, we're uh, we're in New York right now. Where are the two of you? We're in Los Angeles. Oh um, well, nice. Well, Thank you, Ben, for joining. Uh, considering it's the middle of the day where you guys are. Harlem. Yeah, well, we shot Dion up in Harlem. Yeah, Dion is, was a New York production where else the thing was very much LA, as you can probably tell. Yeah, but it was up in it was up in Harlem, I think, five years ago, where we used to live near uh, Morningside Heights. Um, and it was this. So it was the same thing. It was this little short that wanted that had big aspirations to help change the world and in front of him behind the camera it was before me too it was before oscar so white and you know i guess it finally found a place so we're excited for it to come out yeah i and just I have a theory that um it it never becomes our place to live until dennis shoots, shoots a short film in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I know that, Dennis, you expressed uh, worry um, in your initial email to us, uh, you know, about raising Dion, because obviously it was so much work. It's been so many years. Marie, did you um, feel the same sort of worry, or were you like, honey, we got this. It's, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I think we were just really excited to shoot something in L.A., and, yeah, we were really um empowered by what's going on um, on TV and in the movie space as well with all the uh, Hello? 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 Okay, great. Yeah, there was like an interruption. Okay, now I'm glad we didn't lose you. Yeah, no, I was just uh, very much inspired by what was going on um, on the TV and movie space. So many um, Asian American filmmakers and actors doing such great work. So, yeah, I think we were really inspired. And, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a great time for people of color and women. I mean, yeah. Just watching Marie and Marie Kondo and their show blow up <laughs> earlier this year was just an amazing thing to see. You know that it's just a really cool time for all this. So absolutely. Yeah. With that said, I will say it's always hard when your apartment is used as a film set. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, it, I'm really looking forward to the future of Ling, to watching Raising Dion. And so, you know, before I let you two go, um, is there anything else that you'd like to promote, plug, or anything else that you'd like to say for the listeners out there? No, I, I think, um, you know, just we'd love for people to check out both works. There's there's the third comic in the trilogy called partisan on my site which is super under the radar right now but one day maybe that'll take flight too and it's again another diverse superhero because we really just want to help speed up this change and uh we're actively trying to do stuff about it so um and hopefully we'll find the audience who will support it too because that's the most important so we don't want to ram this down people's throats we want to we want to help make change. So, yeah, and I know that uh, we at Geek Fives Nation are super excited, and wanting to. We ourselves are a largely diverse crew, so I think oh, that whenever awesome. we get to, yeah, <laughs> um, whenever we get to see other people who are trying to include diversity in, you know, a 
industry that has been very uh I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but a uh, pale, stale, mm. and male <laughs> yeah. it is nice to, to see this. So um, thank you guys for reaching out and promoting Ling. Uh, as you said, please, everyone, check out the website. Watch uh, everything that Dennis and Marie have to do because it, it looks great. So thank you again, guys. And please let me know uh, as the steps go what, what's next. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye-bye.